Welcome to the 15th episode of Snippets. For this episode, we have Dr. Lingam Vijaya, who is a senior consultant at the Department of Glaucoma Services, Shankara Netralay, Chennai. Dr. Lingam Vijaya has published 154 papers, has delivered 180 lectures at national and international conferences. She is a principal investigator for the Chennai Glaucoma Study, a follow-up of subjects with glaucoma, ocular hypertension, and narrow angles. and chennai eye disease incident study dr vijaya ma'am is here to tell us about the top 10 mistakes to avoid in glaucoma practice over to you ma'am hey i am dr lingam vijaya senior glaucoma consultant at shankaraitrala chennai india i'll be discussing today the top 10 mistakes to avoid in glaucoma practice mistakes may be in relation to diagnosis investigation associated risk factors and treatment Primary glaucoma has various stages in spectrum of disease. Grossly, we can divide it into pre-perimetric, mild, moderate, and severe stages. Patient will not be symptomatic till moderate to severe stage. Since early glaucoma is typically asymptomatic, detection of the disease depends almost entirely on the clinical examination. Even after patient has been diagnosed, progression can be subtle. In general, strategies that would help to diagnose other diseases may be less helpful in diagnosing glaucoma. History taking is one such example. We all are trained to take a careful history, and this may not help as much in glaucoma diagnosis. Once in a way, we may get some useful information, such as the strong history, the trends in the family, or information about other risk factors such as migraine. Raynaud's phenomena, or low systemic blood pressure, older age, and myopia. In most cases, detecting glaucoma requires good examination skills. Having a systematic approach helps us not to miss glaucoma in our clinics. Let's go over those top ten. Number one is using raised intraocular pressure for diagnosis of glaucoma. Most population-based studies reported that between 30 to 60 percent of subjects diagnosed to have POIG actually had an IOP recording within statistically normal range. Raised IOP is an important and only modifiable risk factor for glaucoma. But without comprehensive exam, we will be missing many people with glaucoma. So do not depend only on elevated IOP for diagnosis. Also important to remember. In cases the presence of optic disc changes suggestive of glaucoma with normal range IOP take multiple IOP measurements at different times always use standard tonometry at present point of time goldman ablation tonometry is the recommended instrument number 2 is about the angle closure glaucoma again population based studies have shown that angle closure disease in india is largely asymptomatic and be picked up only with examination where gonioscopy is part of it all primary angle closures and primary angle closure glaucomas require laser iridotomy at least in vast majority but if you misdiagnose and give the patient medication instead we will fail to prevent progression and make the disease more difficult to manage to avoid such a situation gonioscopy should be performed with shortened beam length and a dim illumination as a part of the routine examination protocol for the geriatric population who are at risk for angle closure disease majority of anatomically narrow angles that is primary angle closure suspect need yearly checkup 
for any possible progression. On the other hand, if the patient has wide open angle, he or she may not need gonioscopy again for 5 or more years. In either case, gonioscopy should be done again at some point because the angle can change over time. One alternative to gonioscopy is using an imaging technology such as anti-segment optical coherence tomography to visualize the angle. However, ASOCT has limitations in this context. We can't use indentation to see its effect on the angle. It takes more than uh, required time for gonioscopy and it is very expensive at present point of time. Number three is about exfoliation with or without glaucoma. Most of these patients will have normal pressure initially and we categorize them under exfoliation syndrome. But they are at high risk for glaucoma with the time. Once glaucoma develops, they progress more rapidly with the high pressures. Eyes with exfoliation have the greatest risk of complications during cataract surgery. There are several steps one can take not to miss exfoliation. Before the dilatation, carefully examine the pupillary border for exfoliation material. Once the eye is dilated, carefully examine the anterior lens capsule for exfoliation material presence. Pay attention to how well the eye dilates. If the pupil does not enlarge as much as one expects, check for exfoliation. Patients with exfoliation usually don't dilate well. Also look for splotchy trabecular pigmentation while doing gonioscopy. Another uh, sign for presence of exfoliation. Eyes with exfoliation should be examined very closely for glaucoma as the risk is high. Number four is look at pachymetry or central corneal thickness in chart called CCT. Ocular hypertension treatment study has shown that thinner corneas to be an, an important risk factor for conversion to POAG. Since then, CCT has become part of glaucoma evaluation. What is important to remember here is that there are no nomograms to correct IOP measurements to thinner or thicker cornea. Remember that CCT varies across all populations. Please do not correct IOP for CCT. We only know that IOP is underestimated in thinner corneas and overestimated in thicker corneas. Number 5. Visual Fields and OCT These are the two most important commonly done investigations for diagnosis and follow-up of glaucoma. What is important to remember here is do not make a diagnosis or take a therapeutic decision by looking at the field chart or OCT printout in isolation. The findings should be corresponding to the disc changes that suggest glaucoma. Any other pathology that affects retinal nerve layer or optic disc can cause defects in fields and OCT. Both investigations contribute a lot in assessing progression with the time. So important to remember this test should be done in the same machine or connected machines to get progression analysis. Number six. At each visit, do look for risk factors. They may be in relation to diagnosis or progression or treatment. We'll briefly mention few of them. Always make an inquiry about general health of the patient. Note down systemic medication he or she is taking. Tight control of blood pressure with medication can cause intermittent hypotension. This may be one of the non-IOP de dependent factors for glaucoma especially in normal tension glaucoma. 
Some of the anti-glaucoma medications may interact with systemic medication or contraindicated in certain systemic illnesses. As a physician, we should elicit such information and avoid risky situations. Next point I like to highlight here is that open angle can become narrow angle with time. In all phakic POG patients, please do periodic gonioscopy maybe once a year to rule out angle closure element. The next I like to discuss here is disc hemorrhage, which are rarely found in normal eyes, but they are detected in approximately 4 to 7 percent of eyes with glaucoma. Typically, it appears as a splinter like or flame shaped area of bleeding, usually with feathered ends and oriented perpendicular to the disc margin. The most common location is at the temporal aspect of the disc and is often associated with notching structural changes in the optic disc rim area focal defects of the RNFL, progressive defects of the visual field and beta zone peripapillary atrophy. It is an important prognostic factor for the onset or progression of the visual field loss. Look for it each visit and modify the treatment for IOP control accordingly. Number 7. Pay attention to the progression. Best way to avoid missing clinically meaningful progression is to take advantage of the technology that is available today. Many of the tools we use contain software that can help identify subtle changes that have occurred between exams. So take advantage of the progression analysis software in visual field and OCT machines. Number 8. Pay attention to the age of the patient at the onset of the disease. The younger the age of the patient, the longer the patient likely to live with the disease. Aggressive control of IOP is important in such a situation to minimize rate of progression over a period of time. Number 9. While treating with medication, start with the most potent single drug. If it is not effective at all, consider changeover to a different group then adding on a new medication. Each visit pay attention to possible allergies or ocular surface disorders. These conditions can make patients symptomatic and less compliant with the medication. Number 10. Other diseases that possibly affect the health of the optic nerve should be kept in mind as a differential diagnosis for glaucoma. Pallor more than the cup and visual field defects that respects vertical meridians suggest intracranial lesion rather than glaucoma. Remember, they both can coexist especially if there is a marked loss of field in spite of good control of glaucoma. One should seek a neuroophthalmology opinion in such a situation. In our busy clinics, while seeing more patients, we are hard-pressed for time. Unfortunately, that just increases the odds that we will miss something potentially important such as glaucoma. Almost every ophthalmologist dilates patients at the first visit and periodically after that, and looking at the optic nerve should be part of the regular eye exam. Remember, every exam is an opportunity to catch the warning signs that suggest glaucoma in a patient. By not missing glaucoma presence or its progression, we can minimize the blindness due to glaucoma. Thank you very much for your kind attention. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Kindly fill the feedback form attached in the link below. Do follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our podcast for further updates. The next episode is on all you need to know about amblyopia by Dr. Ashna Doshi and Dr. Hinav Kaur Dilon. This is Dr. Radhika Sriram, your host for today, signing off.